Hello, and welcome to number 95 of a VO's Journey. My name is Anthony Pika, and this is the podcast that's all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business by sidestepping all of the landmines that I seem to keep stepping on. Tonight, I've got a great episode for you. I'm going to be talking all about thinking outside of the box in order to generate more customers, more money for your business. All right, let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. So let's get right into the topic tonight. I have been um, so amazed and excited and touched by how much work and effort the people that I am coaching are putting into their voiceover business. It is amazing and incredible to see. And I'm so proud of everybody. Um, you know, I... I think after you work with a lot of people, you get, uh, you know, you start to see things like you start to see trends and you start to see the same patterns of things happening over and over again with, with people or, or things that people are doing that are working, things that people are doing that aren't working and questions, you know, similar questions are, are asked all the time. And, you know, the, the, you just, you just get to see more. It's really, it's really exciting. Um, and I, I have to say that I want to really dive into the, the idea tonight about getting business by thinking creatively, all right? So tonight I want to, you know, I want to dive into our creativity because in the end, business owners, which we are, you know, I'm always a big proponent of, you know, you are a business owner first and foremost. Business owners, their their greatest asset, really, is figuring out how to solve the problems when they come around, and then finding the resources, figuring out how to acquire what is needed in order to you know fulfill the plan that they've come up with, uh, you know, to solve the problem. In our line of work, most of us just work by ourselves. So, you know, we are the ones who not only need to come up with, you know, a way to solve whatever problem that we have, but also we have to find the resources and figure out how to actually accomplish it. And so that entails, part of that entails managing ourselves and our time. But I want to talk about the creativity and the thought process that need, that that I think we all should be going through on a regular basis until we nail down exactly what direction we're going into um, to add a creative part to our business. You know, I challenge people, you know, I challenge a lot of the people I work with to step outside of their comfort zone and create something new. And when I say create something new, I mean create some sort of service or product that is um, not necessarily something you are offering right now. And, you know, make it a part of, you know, make it similar, 
meaning that, you know, it still can be, in, it needs to be in the same idea, you know, like for example, as voiceover artists, let's be honest, guys, we are marketers. We help the marketing, we help advertising. That is our job. We help, uh, you know, get across a message, a story. We are all about communications. That's what we, we are in the communications business. Okay, so just because we are one, we are just one aspect, but just because we are just one aspect doesn't mean there aren't all sorts of other parts that go into the field of communications, all right? There are, there are the written word, there is visual, there is sound, okay? There's all of these different things. There's editing, uh, you know, there's, there's the writing, there's all of the different things that go into communications that we can be a part of and that we can help businesses, clients do. So I, I really want to challenge you tonight and, and to get to start thinking about how can you look at your business and say, all right, this is what I'm currently doing. You know, I'm currently working hard on Fiverr. I'm doing some stuff on ACX. I'm auditioning there. I'm sending out emails. You know, I, I'm working on my website or I just finished my website, even though I don't know really what to do with my website. Um, I've got a demo going, you know, it's okay. I feel okay about it. It's not perfect, but what do I do now? All right. So the normal progression, if you've taken that a lot of times is people are like, well, it's time for you to get on a pay to play site. Right. But I think we all know that I'm not saying by any means that pay to play sites are going away. They are not, but I think it is evident that, uh, you know, the amount of voiceover artists that are coming into the business and that have flooded the pay-to-play sites are making it quite difficult for, you know, everyone to get, it seems like, to get their fair share uh, of, of the business. And, and again, that's, you know, in a way that sounds uh, not, not very, uh, you know, like the, the cream rises to the top, because it does. But at the same time, I think we all can say that it's difficult to even get auditions on some of these pay-to-play sites, or by the time the auditions get to you, they've already been, you know, overrun by other voiceover artists. So, anyways, with that being said, you you need to be real. You need to be thinking, okay, well, if that's not necessarily the way I want to go, I don't want to pay five hundred dollars to audit, you know, to possibly get a, a job in a year. Um, so then, what what can you do? What can you do to set yourself apart? Uh, I was working with someone tonight and uh, it was it was great. I was just having a call and, um, you know, we were talking about doing extraordinary things. And if we and, and I said, you know, if you want extraordinary results, you have to be doing extraordinary things. And think about that. Think about that. Here's another one. If you want to live like the top one percent. Then you're going to have to work and produce like the top 1%. And if you actually stop for a moment and think about that, when I first started thinking about that, that blew my mind because I thought, you know, holy crap, you know, that makes complete logical sense, right? And then I think to myself, well, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not working and producing like the top 1%, so I'm not in the top 1%. Now, of course, the logical question of anybody who, has the proclivity to, you know, or the audacity to, you know, say that they're going to be that top 1%, the logical follow-up to that would be, well, then what does that look like? What production of 1%, what does that mean, right? So 
That in itself, again, is where I am leading this podcast to tonight. And that is, it is our job to come up with ways to increase our productivity, ways to increase our business by offering more. And that could be, like I said, many different things that talents that you have. We are freelance artists. We are freelancers, right? We are small business owners, but we have the ability, we have the flexibility to do whatever we want and to add different parts here or there to our business. So maybe this month you make $1,000 or $500 or $250 from voiceover, but then you make another $250 from editing someone, your friend's audio. And then you make another $100 from writing uh, a couple of scripts for somebody for their, you know, 30-second uh, YouTube video, all right? And then you make another $100 over here for putting together a, a you know, um, a, a free artwork on Canvas for someone else. So now you have made $700 that month. Now, of course, I'm just using this as an example. But all of those things... Most of you should be able to do all of those things right now pretty good. If you can't do all of those things right now pretty good, we need to talk, okay? Because those are things that you should be able to do really well, all right? Maybe the Canvas. Canvas is a free site if you don't know what it is that you can go to and uh, create artwork, take pictures and stuff and add, you know, words and things to them. I use Adobe Spark. That's another, it's just like Canvas. Uh, Canva actually has probably, it's, it's a little more user friendly than Adobe Spark, but I use all of Adobe products. So I end up using Adobe Spark cause all my stuff is there. But anyways, so if you, if you're following me so far, I hope that you're starting to see that I want you to open up your mind beyond voiceover. And now you might say, Anthony, what the heck, man, this, I don't want to, I didn't do this to start doing other things. I want to do voiceover. And I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. I, I want to do voiceover too, and I am. But at the same time, one thing helps another. And then another, and then another, and then another thing helps another, and another thing, uh, you know, spreads to another. So I'm trying to say here is that, you know, you, you've got to, A, keep the lights on, all right? I mean, you got to keep the lights on. B, there's so much about, there's so much out there, so much possibility that if you close your mind to it, if you're afraid to, to, to uh, go after it or, or even open the door and take a peek at it, what's going to happen is, is that it's going to run you over because you weren't even aware of it happening or you tried to neglect it or not look at it. And then all of a sudden it's going to be right on you and it's too late. Perfect example is this whole thing with the automated voice, you know, that's kind of getting everybody a little huffy about, you know, a little worried, especially in the voiceover industry, right? About how good some of these automated voices are. Now, I have not particularly heard tons of them unless they are so good that we can't figure that out, which is even more scary. But at the same time, instead of approaching it that way, maybe we should be approaching it from the standpoint of how can we be a part of it? How can we help? How can we help make it better? How can we help the wave of the future swing in our favor? And I don't mean our favor as in like, you know, death to um, technology and advancement, you know, because we know those, there's, those people are out there 
trying to hold a lot of other people down in free markets like from Fiverr and stuff because they're worried and they're they're just nervous about what that means for the rest of the industry because it's an unknown. So for us, you've got to continuously look at how you can keep reinventing yourself, adding on to your business, refining your processes, adding something that is going to give you added revenue, right? Because that, in the end, think of it this way. Let's say that, you know, from a year from now, your, um, you know, your ship's coming in, right? I mean, like, you know, in a year, all you need is a year to send out, you know, what? To send out three, 4,000 emails. And you wager by sending out 4,000 emails in a year, you should be starting to get some decent business, okay? So let's say, and you need one year, but at the same time, you need one year. So how are you going to earn money? You're not going to be able to earn as much as you will at the end of that one year from voiceover, but you got to keep going forward and you got to keep making money. So there's got to be other ways to make money to be able to support yourself. And who knows, along the way, you might find that by doing other things, it actually boosts your voiceover business. I mean, we all didn't just wake up, you know, when or we all just weren't born and said, we're just voiceover artists. That's it. We all have other skills and talents too. And I'm not telling anyone to get out of the voiceover business. That's not what I'm saying. And I hope you understand that. I'm telling you that I want you to be looking at adding something onto your business. So like for me, I have my voiceover business and that by far brings in uh, way more money than anything else I do. Okay. But I also have a part of my business where I do editing people's audio for audiobooks because I enjoy audiobooks. I have edited a lot of my own books, right? And I can help other people edit theirs and master theirs and format theirs for ACX. So that's a part of my business. I also do demos. I have a production team that myself and, and my team, we work and we do demos for people. I really love coaching people through the demo process. That's a passion of mine. So that's another part of my business. I have the coaching business. Now, I will admit that the coaching is more of a personal love of mine of helping people, but still, it's a part of my business and it does generate some revenue, okay? Um, and then there is also my audiobooks royalties that come in. That's another form of revenue. Now, of course, these all have varying um, levels of how much they are. But I hope that you get right now, I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five. That's like five different streams of revenue, okay, that are, that's coming in. And, you know, I recently went full time. And, and how I went full time, you guys, was figuring out how I could add more streams of revenue besides voiceover. Here's the perfect example. Let's say, I mean, if y'all, y'all saw my, me posting the numbers there just from Fiverr, it was almost about $10,000 this month, right? Amazing month. But let's say next month I only make $1,000. Well, I can't, I can't live off of $1,000 as my only paycheck, right? And probably neither can you. So that means that if that's going to happen, and by the way, it could. It is our job then as business owners, because we got to think of this as a business, right? Because it is a business. As a business owner, our job is to figure out how we can keep a steady stream of income coming in whether one sector is not doing as good as another. So in order to do that, we have to be able to have multiple streams coming in. And you have so many talents that you can offer. 
and and I I to beat a dead horse, but you know, Fiverr has so many possibilities for ways to make money beyond voiceover. And all I'm saying is is that, you know, maybe your company just isn't about voiceover. Maybe it really is about helping businesses market their services, helping businesses tell their story. Maybe you're really good at script writing and you really love writing, you know, short commercial scripts. You know, maybe you like writing podcast intros. Maybe you like writing poetry. Maybe you like making songs. Maybe you like doing um, resumes. Maybe you like filling out um, LinkedIn uh, profiles. I mean, like literally all the stuff I just named is a huge market and there's ten, there's tons of more. So all I'm trying to say to you is, is don't, you know, please don't abandon your voiceover business. It's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, see if you can add another stream of revenue onto your business. And if anything, at least get another fishing pole in the water that allows you to bring in some extra money. You know, would it be such a bad thing if you made $250 this month in voiceover and then you made another $250 this month for writing, you know, helping people with their resumes? Would it be that bad for you to make $500 a month instead of $250? I I hope not. (laughs) I hope not. Okay, so I hope that through this podcast tonight, I really just want you to open your minds to the idea that there's so much more possibility for us out there than just one area, one small corner. Our corner is awesome. And there's nothing I would rather be doing now than being here with you guys and doing voiceover. But at the same time, there's so much other stuff out there that we can do and we can enjoy that we can also create income and revenue, which is things that we need to create for our business and for our family and for our future. And here's the thing. I'm going to tell you right now why people are scared of us, why voiceover artists who've been in the business a long time might be a little frightened or upset. They'll never say they are. They'll just be frustrated with some people and their pricing. But a lot of people are nervous or scared. It's because they look at us And they see a person who has next to no overhead. We work out of our homes. Our equipment is almost just as good or better now than any other equipment in a studio. And you can create a quality product anywhere from anywhere in the world now. That So you don't need a studio. Plus, you edit your own stuff. So you don't need an engineer. You direct yourself so you don't need a director. You have websites and we have online places like PayPal or we've got Fiverr that manage all the logistics of the transfers of money. I mean, there is a huge change and there is a a bunch of people who rightly so are freaking out because that is changing. They're not needed like they used, they were not, they're not needed like they used to be. But with that, you guys, We also have the possibility to do all kinds of other services from our home, all right? Maybe you are really good at helping people post in social media. Maybe you're really good at taking interesting pictures, all right? Maybe you are really good at writing, you know, quick, snappy Twitter posts. I mean, there's so many things that you can do that we can make money. And hopefully, if anything, that my business has taught me 
is the fact that you can make so much money on the internet throughout the world by helping as many people as possible. All right? Okay, so I got to know I got to get off my soapbox. I hope that this has helped you tonight, and I hope this has given you some food for thought. Now, listen, I'm okay if you turn this episode off and say, gosh, that guy is a crackpot. That's redonkulous. Totally cool with that. I love you just the same. But I hope that you do at least take a second to think about the possibilities of other things that you can offer the world because you are talented. You are talented beyond just speaking into a microphone. You can do so much more too. And it's our job as business owners to figure out how to maximize that ability and talent. All right. You guys have a wonderful evening. Hey, check out my YouTube video. I, I'm trying some new stuff on there. Go, go to my YouTube channel. It's a VO's journey. And the funny thing is, it's a VO and then it's apostrophe S journey. If you don't, I don't know why I did that. I had no idea. But if you don't type in a VO apostrophe S journey, it doesn't actually come up. So if you type in a VO's journey, like A-V-O-S journey, it actually doesn't come up. <laughs> but if you type in a V-A-V-O apostrophe S journey, it comes up. But anyways, check that out. I talked about mouth clicks tonight because I know that was a big conversation in our group today. And uh, I made a snazzy video about it. So check that out. And um, also, I think it'd be really cool. If you guys are interested, we have a fantastic mastermind group that meets every Saturday. Um, there's links that I usually post regularly in the Facebook group that you can join. Uh, and it is absolutely incredible. We have such an amazing group of people. We're getting close to 40 people in the group and we share with each other. Uh, I usually give a, a weekly sermon like I do here <laughs> about stuff. And, uh, you know, we ask questions and, you know, really help each other out. It's really a fantastic group. If you're interested, message me or find the link. It's, you know, it's called the Journeyman Mastermind in the Facebook group. Uh, and if you're listening to this and you're not in the Facebook group, it's a VO's journey as well on Facebook. Please join us there. All right, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful evening. I will talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.